man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. I got to finish up the conservation officer's email. Randy, Pat. Ben? He said he has a cylinder index of 75. My wife wants to claim nine of them for her vehicle and a lawnmower, but I think since I do the maintenance, I should get them. A ruling? Uh, let's see. Uh, hmm. Did we ever establish that, uh, the, the, the dividing line between men and women? I think you own them cumulatively, or or what's the other word? Not well, here's what I would say. Here's what I would say. Go ahead, uh, Randy, and let her have uh, let her have uh, nine. Oh, big deal. So she got nine. Right. I think uh, now jointly would be the word. Jointly, so they can both claim they have uh, seventy five. They both say I got a CI seventy five. Thank you. Also, it's good to be mayor. I got gifts today in the mail. Whoa, 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 what? Yeah, yeah. Todd Nelson sent me a neat, uh, he said he was practicing space management, and he unearthed a old relic advertisement for 1500 AM. Come the on. Mu- the music station. Yeah, we played music back then. Thank you. And uh, Todd Cruz sent me a great book. He sent me a, a compilation of obituaries of famous people written by William F. Buckley Jr. because he knows I like uh, to read the uh, obituaries in the New York Times. So thank you. I did not know... That William F. Buckley had a uh, a collection of that. I'm I'm very pleased to have that. Well, I wonder what what William F. Buckley's um, obituary would say versus you know John Doe. You know, written by John Doe. I know William F. Buckley's a great writer. Well, there's you just answered. Your okay, question. what would he say? Like uh, as he, I haven't read any of them yet. I just got the book in the mail today. Okay, but you're what I'm saying is when you read an obituary, mm-hmm. survived by. Uh, mom and dad. Yeah, no, no, or, these would be more along the lines of he loved to boat profiles and stories. And whatever. Ooh, my we, like got ask, uh, we got another ask. We got another mascot. We got to get rid of a mascot. A mascot. Yeah, a mascot. Okay, how how offensive is it? It's pretty offensive. Uh oh. Yeah. Huh? San Diego State University uh, is. They're called the Aztecs. They're going to keep the name. But they're going to get rid of the Aztec warrior mascot to a more culturally appropriate figure called the Spirit Leader. Okay, the, the Aztec Indians. I'll, I'll read the story. The Aztec warrior will be retained, but as the spirit leader, not a mascot, interim SDSU President Sally Roosh told the San Diego Union Tribune yesterday. We just expect a much more dignified and appropriate demeanor from that person, Roosh added. You won't see the Aztec warrior doing push-ups in the end zone. You won't see the Aztec warrior dancing with the cheerleaders. Oh, uh, yeah, he wouldn't want to keep him happy. He don't want to see him happier working out. Roosh heavily based her decision on a report produced by a 17-member task force of faculty, students, alumni, and community leaders who explored whether the school's use of Aztec is culturally insensitive, if not racist. Many critics have made those claims, including an SDSU lecturer who pointed out that the Aztecs never lived in the southwestern United States. They were from central Mexico. Two task force members recused themselves while creating a report that says in one spot, no human should be a mascot. Hmm. The task force report led Roosh to, do, to decide that the words Monty and Zuma 
will no longer be used in the name of certain awards that are granted by the university. Wow. Those nicknames represent the breaking apart of the word Montezuma, which Roosh said is a very disrespectful, which is very disrespectful of the emperor of the Aztec civilization. Oh, so we can't, uh, we can't, uh, like Montezuma's revenge? You can't have that. The task force conducted a major survey that concluded that SDSU, its alumni, and the public want to keep the long-standing nickname Aztecs, which has been used since 1925, Mm. the Union Tribune reported. In the current political climate relative to the U.S.-Mexico border, the elimination of the moniker may be read as discriminatory and an attempt to erase our relationship to Mexico and other Latin Americans, the task force wrote. But the group also looked at counter Arguments noting that dumping the Aztecs nickname makes sense because of the current political climate that leans that leans toward racial and ethnic discrimination. The news report says that more than twenty or more than two hundred thousand survey forms were sent to alumni, faculty, staff, students, and community asking whether Aztecs should be used as a nickname and as the name of the school mascot. Only thirteen thousand people replied. Among them, nearly 9 in 10 supported keeping the nickname, and nearly 8 in 10 endorsed the human Aztec warrior mascot. Uh, Roosh is an interim president on her way out. SDSU will welcome its permanent president, Adela De La Torre, in late June, adding that De La Torre is a social justice expert. Well, here's the end huh. of that academy. Yeah. And agrees with Roosh's decision. Do we have a horse in the race? No, we don't. Well. Even mascots. Even think about that, the mascot world. You can't have a mascot that is. How do you think they feel about this in the mascot community? Well, they're probably saddened. Mm-hmm. But the, the mascots. You need a fierce mascot, right? Someone who is strong, someone who shows power. Uh, now we're just dwindling it down to nothing. Pretty soon, TC Bears not going to be able to. You know. I don't know why a mascot cannot be human. <clears throat> Remember the cowboy mascot, Dallas Cowboys? You would shoot the cap mm-hmm, guns, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. probably can't do that anymore either. Mm-hmm. We're really, what a a time to, to grow up with with everything trying to be vanilla'd down. You know what else has to go if Patrick Henry changes its name to Liberty or Unity or Sweet Love or? Let me think. What? Uh, well, their their team names are is the Patriots. So you're you're going to get rid of Patriots. Yeah, because that means they want to fight someone. Or I mean, they got to... a great, uh, you know, that, that's a tradition since 1937 on the north side of Minneapolis. The Patriots, the Patrick Henry Patriots. Granted, demographics have changed dramatically, but why can't young black people be patriotic? Of course they can be. Of course they are. Young, young black Americans have got such a great deal right now if they follow the plan to educate yourself. Isn't that true of anybody, though? That it you is. Don't, you but, don't have to limit that to any ethnicity. But even more, even more so because when they apply to college, if, if you are a minority in college, you are going to get 
some type of scholarship. You're writing your own ticket right now. Follow the plan, and you are going to be a superstar. What is this uh, burger event you're talking about? Twin Cities Burger Battle? I think it's the fifth annual. What do, are Harriet they, Island. Do, do p- restaurants set up grills or something? Uh, yeah, the, 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 be- the elite of the elite restaurants set up. Are they paying for the, you to... Uh, they're not paying Dallas for me. This? They're not paying for me. I'm just, I'm going. I've gone the last three years. Yeah. And uh, this is where I pick. This is the, the yeah, place you, where you but, pick but, the best burger. Well, I, I don't mean to do In town. I, I, to my way of thinking, hamburgers get way too much publicity. No. You, not a week goes by when either the St. Paul paper or the Minneapolis paper so, does a hamburger spread. Not only are you anti-Bud Grant garage no, sale, he's not getting you're anti-hamburger. Well, no, I, hamburgers are getting too much free publicity. <laughs> They're constantly in the newspapers. What's the best burger? What's the best patio for a burger? You Where's, call me now. Yeah. Okay. Um, Holman's Table, which we went to. Yeah. Uh, they, my, I didn't know they had a burger. My son said... It's probably the best burger he's ever had in his life. Yeah, you know, St. Paul Grill, Seventh Street Social. May I have get a word in occasionally? Yeah. Uh, every time I hear that term, oh, it's the best burger I've ever had. I I generally go to those places and try to have one. I have yet to have a. De- I have yet to have what I consider a good hamburger. Okay, dummy. Describe your describe your best. Describe your best. In, in, what I do you want? I can't. I can't. I'm not. I'm not. You want uh, a good mix of beef. You want maybe some brisket. Some uh, ground I, I, beef. I, I don't want any brisket. I don't no, want any no, brisket. No, no, no. But that's the Hamburgers whole. Hamburgers are getting way too much publicity. No, like the parlor burger. I haven't had one. That's, Maybe they're good. That's I right. You owe me dinner Rook. there. No, that's don't pretty you. good. Reality with a bite. The Joe Shoot Sherry Show. Easy for me to say. Come on, children, you're acting like children. Every generation thinks it's the end of the world. DB Cooper's back in the news. They find him? They find yep. the money? Yep. How'd they find him? Uh, Sardinia. You know what I find most interesting about the whole D.B. Cooper BS? What? He got two hundred grand. You know what that is? Is that nothing? It's nothing. Kind of, sort of nothing. It's n- yeah. Why did he ask for two hundred? Yeah. What was that? Nineteen seventy, seventy-one. I suppose that was a lot of money. I don't know. But how long? You know, how long did that last? You can't. Yeah, you're right. You're not. Well, maybe you can get to Mexico. No, he went to Canada. I'm sorry, he went oh. to Michigan. Oh. At a news conference yesterday, Michigan publisher Principia Media said the hijacker, known as D.B. Cooper, was a former military paratrooper and intelligence operative Walter R. Recca. The company said it worked with Recca's best friend, Carl Lauren, in compiling the evidence. While the publisher did not disclose whether Recca was still alive, an obituary online lists a man with the identical name who lived in Oscada, Oscada Michigan, as having died in 2014 at the age of 80. And the picture of him uh, is remarkably similar to the artist's rendering of who uh, D.B. Cooper was, however D.B. Cooper was described. Mm-hmm. Uh, evidence including almost daily discussions over a 14-year period and three-plus hours of audio recordings featuring the Skyjacker was compiled by Recca's best friend. It was then analyzed by a certified fraud examiner and forensic linguist, 
the publisher said. The audio recordings created in 2008 include RECA discussing skyjacking details that were not known to the public prior to the FBI's information release in 2015. The publishing company worked with Lauren for the memoir, D.B. Cooper and Me, A Criminal, A Spy, My Best Friend. So they're, 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 they're pumping a book here, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ver, Vern Jones, CEO of Principia, talked about recordings that Lauren claimed were the actual recordings of RECA speaking about the heist. Jones, a self-proclaimed skeptic at the start of the investigation, said the evidence was overwhelming. Well, what do you think he's going to say? He's the publisher. He wants you to run out and buy the book. (laughs) Right. Uh, We listened to uh, his own words. We heard him talk about his motivations. He talked about the jump itself, what happened in the plane, where he landed, how he got home, uh, and most importantly, why he wasn't caught. Uh, Jones played one of the audio clips that described how Rekka supposedly snuck the ransom note on the plane. Snuck the ransom note. Uh, I think, yeah, how does that? You put a piece of paper in your pocket. That's... That's not going to cause me to run out and buy this book. Right. He's full of... how? Well, I suppose maybe back then security wasn't as tight. Uh, he was a, a military guy. Um, uh, in 1971, on the night before Thanksgiving, a man calling himself Dan Cooper, wearing a black tie and a suit, boarded a Seattle-bound Boeing 727 in Oregon and told a flight attendant he had a bomb in a briefcase. He gave her a note demanding money. After the plane landed, he released the 36 passengers in exchange for 200 grand and parachutes. The ransom was paid in $20 bills. Uh, the hijacker then ordered the plane to fly to Mexico, but near the Washington-Oregon border, he jumped and was never seen or heard from again, and thus the legend of D.B. Cooper has entered, uh, has entered American folklore, right? Uh, where did Reavers go? He's here. Oh. Is he's he in his, are you looking at your Facebook page? No, I'm listening. Or? I'm reading up more about the situation in Houston. Is it, don't tell me we have an increase in the number of dead. No, uh, well, the last report was 10 dead, 10 more wounded. That was according to the Texas governor. And then explosive devices also being discovered? Yeah, and now the 38, uh, the, the shotgun and the revolver both belong to the suspect's father. Uh, I see uh, uh, the, the cry. The cry will mount again uh, for politicians to do something. Oh, that's already happening. I, I don't know what, folks. Sorry, I didn't mean to get you off. off well, the only thing that's going to work is the super magnet theory. Hanging the giant super magnet over the country. But we're never going to get anywhere as a country as long as we are divided as much as we are well, right now. It's pretty bad right now. I mean, it's it it's as bad as I've ever seen it. This, and you're young. You can't even you can't even have a conversation anymore. Mm-hmm. If if someone states a fact or anything that opposes to anyone else's opinion, it's just immediately met with criticism. We have lost the ability to communicate in this country. When did it happen that bullying? could potentially result in the bullied murdering people. I want to know when that line, when when was that line crossed? Bullying, to a certain degree, bullying. See, bu- the word bullying has... Ha- Wide open. 
is too loaded of a word, isn't it? Right. Uh, young people, by young I mean, let's say uh, kids in high school. Okay. That's a constant. That's a constant pushing and shoving, not physically. That's a constant pushing and shoving to see where you fit in and you know who your friends are and what kind of person you're going to be. It's a it's a constant. Uh, somehow somehow that's been been taken and, and distorted a bit now. And, and it, everything is falling under the rubric of being bullied. Right. And and when much of it might be the natural uh, pushing and shoving are not the words I want, and the, and the right words are not coming to my mind. Uh, the, the, it's natural for kids. Ebb and flow. Uh, the, the ebb and flow of just learning how to get along and get it, get into your groove in life and where you fit and where you belong. That's all natural. And in, in the process of that, you are apt to be wounded occasionally, right? Yes. You're apt to be let yes. down occasionally. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, yet, all of these children that By are, the way, I don't are, care about D.B. Cooper. I'm not going to finish the story. Okay. Just a minute. I do want to know if they say anything about how he got home. Uh, he got a... D.B. Cooper gave him a buck on his bike that was awaiting. Uh, what I'm going to say, just as Whatever. you, as you yeah. look through that, the, the kids that are in high school right now that have been brought up with the Euphorian uh, teachings, they should know not to bully people. So what that means is the way they're teaching right now, it's not working. No, but what's happened is... Touchy-feely's not working. Yes, it doesn't work. And, and the, in fact, it's axiomatic that the more emphasis that's been placed on self-esteem and inclusivity and anti-bullying... that. It's the worse it's getting. The worse it's getting. Yeah. By the way, DB Cooper's uh, two hundred grand and twenty dollar bills would have weighed twenty point four pounds. Thank you. Did you look that up yourself, or did, uh, did I, I listen up, do the work for you? I looked up five hundred grand, and then I had to divide it. And so you did some work. I did some work. Yeah. yeah. We're going to be back shortly. I'm out for the day. But <laughs> <laughs> but now, thanks to our great friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business. And nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal in Your Money Now. Hi, Joe. Kind of a ho-hum day in the stock market today. Stocks wavering once again between gains and declines. Right now, we are mostly lower, but the Dow Jones Industrial Average is up two points. The NASDAQ Composite is down 23. The S&P 500 is down six points. The House today rejected a five-year farm and food stamp bill written by Republicans, reflecting the scrambled politics within the GOP's ranks. The measure failed after a group of conservatives broke with their party as part of an effort to create pressure on leaders to stop an unrelated effort to bring immigration legislation to a vote. Democrats had also opposed the farm bill because of new work requirements that would be imposed on food stamp recipients. The uniform and cleaning company Cintas said its uniform rental location in Egan has received Minnesota Star certification from the Minnesota Occupational Safety and Health Administration. That certification is earned by businesses that meet very rigorous safety requirements and can prove that the elimination of injuries is a key component of a company's culture. I'm Bruce Vale with your money now on 1500 ESPN. All right. Thank you very much on a scramble Friday there, Mr. Bruce Vale. We'll talk to you again in one hour and hopefully you'll have some very good information for us. Say a quick reminder, 1500 ESPN is promoting the one and only 
It is going to be a great time at Target Field. Why? Well, because we've got some baseball games going on. So if you want to check them out, it's the Town Ball Classic. When is it going to be? It's going to be May 26th, a Saturday. you got $10 tickets, which are on sale right now. Good for all three games. Money raised benefits the Twins Community Fund. More details at 1500ESPN.com. Keyword events. And I also want to tell you about the United. Minnesota United take on Sporting KC this Sunday, 1 p.m. Frequent uh, emailer. Frequent emailer Kelsey said, How times have changed. DB Cooper had to hijack a plane and jump out with a parachute in pitch darkness to get 200 grand. Today, he could have just opened a daycare center and carried a suitcase full of millions of dollars on a plane in plain sight. It's funny because it's true. Yep. I have a little follow-up to that story, actually, in this newscast. Oh, good. All That'll right. bring us all up. You have the Cuban plane crash in I, this newscast? I have the latest that I could find, yes, all right. on the Cuban plane crash. A lot of bad news today, John. There is, uh, for a Friday especially. Yeah. Don't like it. It's sunny and 80 degrees. Twins back at it tonight after yesterday's off day. They'll open up a three-game weekend series against the Brewers at Target Field. Kyle Gibson for the Twins and lefty Brett Suter for the Brewers. News notes from today. The suspect in that deadly shooting rampage at a Texas high school this morning has been identified as 17-year-old Dimitrios Pogorchez. Law enforcement sources say as many as 10 people were killed in the shooting. School District Police Chief Walter Braun said the explosive devices found around the school and surrounding area are being looked at and taken care of. Police found pressure cookers and pipe bombs around the school and a residence nearby. Federal law enforcement source said there was still an active search going on for explosives. The governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, in the past 20 minutes or so talked with reporters. He said the shooter used a shotgun and a 38 revolver. Both belonged to the shooter's father. There is another person in custody. The governor said they are investigating whether or not he was involved in the activities at the school. In all, nine students killed, one teacher, ten others injured in the shooting. Bringing light rail service to St. Louis Park, Hopkins, Minnetonka, and Eden Prairie just got more expensive. The 14-and-a-half-mile Green Line extension now likely to cost an extra $145 million. Isn't that nearly double? According to Hennepin County officials, no, because it's uh, it it just takes it over two billion. No, this is over two billion. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Largely due to an increased commodity, uh, an increase in commodity prices, a tight labor market, and delays, it brings the Southwest Light Rail's project's bottom line to two billion, at least for now. Hennepin County uh, Commissioner Jeff Johnson, a bit frustrated by the whole thing, said it's not going to be two billion; it'll be two point two or two point four. Who knows? Can we get it built before we're closing down the 9435 interchange? Because I'm going to need that to get to work. <laughs> I don't uh, I don't think they're going to be able to do that. Sorry. Uh, no final decisions were made yesterday. Commissioners are scheduled to vote on the increased budget at the end of the month. By the way, I thought Kenny was joking when he said that's going to be closed for the next three years. Three years. That's, Rookie, what are you well, reading? Well, that's the, that's the overpass. That's what are you reading? That's going to be closed. Yeah, yeah, okay. Let's go with the flow, bro. Yeah. Star Tribune reporting the Office of the Legislative Auditor is launching an investigation into those allegations that child care providers are defrauding Minnesota's publicly funded child subsidy program. The investigation by the Auditor's Office, which is an independent, nonpartisan arm of the legislature, will explore the scope of the alleged fraud and the internal controls in the Department of Human Services, which oversees the child subsidy program. Chris? Chris? 
Reavers? Yeah. Yes, sir. Am I supposed to take that call? I'm sorry, John. Well, I just yep. didn't know the uh, appropriate time during the newscast. Oh, oh, hello? But he had called hello. in. So. Hello? Uh, hello, Joe. Uh, hello, Joe. Yes. Rick, is it Rick? This is a Rick from Harlingen, Texas. Harlingen, Texas. Haven't heard Harlingen. from Pardon? Har- Harlingen. Harlingen. It, it's hard to say. You must say it's slow. Harlingen, Texas. Harlingen, Texas. It's quite a fun place, and it's uh, quite warm down here, but... And uh, with uh, again, the, sir, you've with apologies ma- to John Hyatt. Yes. Well, you managed to interrupt another newscast. Uh, I think my timing is off, but it, when I when I call, um, I have to call with what I, I, I intend to say because I I'm apt to, to forget. Okay, are you an older elderly fellow? I'm, I, I shouldn't reveal my age, but uh, I, I'm up there. Okay, what can we do for you, Rick? Well, a woman who won $175,000 betting on the Kentucky Derby. Oh, boy, it's a tragic story here down in Harlingen. She was mugged, beaten, and robbed uh, most of the money in the parking lot after the race, Joe. It's a terrible story. The woman has received cards and greetings from all over, mostly asking if she's uh, feeling better, you know. Sure. And if police have any suspects. Is she from Harlingen? Uh, she's not from Harlingen, but uh, she's just being overwhelmed with uh, these cards and letters. And the, the police want to know if they have any suspects. And most of the cards just want to know who does she like in the Preakness. Because she won, she won the money on the 175000 in the Derby, and that was just a, a horse joke. But I, uh-huh. I did have one. You know, I, I live uh, not where there's a lot of buildings, but uh, you're living in New York or Chicago or L.A. Is this a different story? Yeah, well, this is one more uh, that that I heard. You know, apartment living can be tough if you yeah, are bonus. living with with others. And uh, this is a Rick so Plus, isn't it? This is Rick Plus. Yeah, yeah. like like uh, Heinrich. Uh, the only way to pull off a Sunday afternoon quickie. When you have an eight-year-old son in the apartment, was to send him out to the balcony oh, yeah. with a popsicle and tell him to report on all of the neighbors' activities. Right. So, Mister and Missus Wilson send Jimmy out to the uh, the uh, uh, balcony balcony with a popsicle. Right. And he is to report. So they can spend some quality time alone. Some some relations, and he says, "Yes, well, it looks like the Andersons are moving out." And it looks like that there's a, a brand new uh, a bird on the Wilson's, uh, 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 what do you call that, balcony. Balcony is what you call it. And it looks like uh, Fred's riding his bike. And uh-oh, it looks like the Coopers are having relations over there. Well, the mom and dad are quite startled. And his dad cautiously yells out to, to little Jimmy and says, uh, how do you know that the Coopers are, uh, are having sex? And uh, Jimmy says, uh, well, Billy's outside on his balcony with a popsicle. <laughs> so that, that would, uh, I'm going to stick with two while I'm, while I'm somewhat ahead. And with apologies to your newsman, mm-hmm. uh, this is uh, Rick from Harlingen. And uh, I'll, I'll talk to you next time, Joe. Th- thank, thank you, Rick. And I appreciate the time. Thanks, Rick. All right. <laughs> Jimmy was having a popsicle. Jimmy was having a popsicle, yeah. too. Popsicle yeah. on the balcony. Yeah. Uh, some other uh, news this afternoon. Mostly they wanted uh, tips for the Preakness. Yeah, how's yeah. she doing? Is she tips okay? Any tips? And uh, what do you got for the Preakness? Sure.
That was uh, that actually was a nice respite from the news because now I have to go right back into another bad story. Oh no! Well, uh, there's a plane crash in Cuba. Mm. Residents who live near the site of the crash tell the Associated Press they saw at least some survivors being taken away in ambulances after the airliner with 113 people on board plummeted after takeoff from Havana's International Airport. A military officer who declined to provide his name to reporters says there appears to have been. Three survivors in critical condition from the Cubana flight. Other officials have declined to confirm that. The heavily damaged and burnt plane lying in a field of yucca root plants. The plane was rented by Cubana and an employee of a small Mexican charter firm says the aircraft belongs to the company. Uh, Cuba's state-run airline is notorious for frequent delays and cancellations. Well, they're commies and they don't know how to run anything, so... Aerosmith singer Steven Tyler is revealing a few of his past mistakes, including uh, upsetting his daughter. You know, his daughter, the actress, Liv, Liv, Liv Tyler. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he said he once hit on her best friend, Cameron Diaz. Well, who wouldn't? And admitted to the crazy amount of coke he's done in his lifetime. It all happened on an episode of The Late Late Show with host James Corden. Tyler was forced to spill his guts during a live game they play where a celebrity has to choose between eating an unappetizing group of food or answering tell-all questions about themselves. What an interesting game that sounds like. Yeah, right. I wonder why I don't watch late night TV anymore. Uh, During the game, Corden asked uh, Tyler if he'd ever hit on any of his daughter's friends. He said, yes, I have, and I've gotten a lot of bleep for it over the years, too. He explained he was once sitting next to Cameron Diaz and said, Cameron, should you ever need someone to take you to the movies or, you know, take you around London, let me know. I can do it. I have a question. Yeah. Why, why was he being interviewed? I mean, I'm not that I'm ripping Aerosmith. Are they uh, launching a he's, tour or something? always relevant? He's always available. Yeah, he's always available. Yeah. I th- plus, I think he has another solo album coming out. Remember he had the solo album? couple years ago i don't see a giant seller was it number one country album you're kidding no wow four years ago something like that yeah Yeah. i was thinking that's the album that they play at concerts when everyone goes up to take a leak Mm. (laughs) later on here's the stuff here's our new stuff he also admitted he had spent about two million dollars at least on drugs in his lifetime revealing most of that money was spent on cocaine of course uh, tyler's been in rehab at least three times Mm. since 1983 is dave Dahl available please Hi, Dave. Hey there, Joe. How are you? Good. We're at 80 right now, heading for a high today of around 83 degrees, I think, by the uh, end of the afternoon. Then we're going to drop tonight down to about 62. Along a cool front, there could be some isolated thunderstorms that pop up. It'll be after, probably after about 10 to 11 o'clock tonight before they start to show up. And uh, shortly after midnight, that front kind of works its way through us. So it's going to be a cooler day tomorrow. Uh, We may get up to about 73 in the morning tomorrow and then falling temperatures in the afternoon through the 60s as that cool front kind of works its way across the state. Sunday, a cooler day at 70 for the highs, some morning clouds and some showers. And then on Monday, dry 72, 78 on Tuesday, up to the lower 80s for Wednesday, Thursday, close to 80 by Friday. Again, tonight, Joe, some isolated showers and storms right around midnight or shortly there before, and uh, then lasting through the early morning hours before that tapers off. And then some more showers popping up tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening. Right now, Joe, we're at 80, and I have the records for the day. May 18. 93 on this date. 93. 2012. In 2012. 27. 27. In 1915. In 1915. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. You know how you often uh, get the popcorn at the Knack Hardware and Lounge? Love it. When you go in? Yes. And, and it's free. Uh, 
and that's been always a, smells good. It's been a tradition in the NAC hardware and lounge for 25 years. Yeah. Right. And, and, uh, well, you can't do that in the hardware stores anymore in California. They can't have, Why? A, they what, can't, what? they can't give out the free popcorn. There's no uh, peanut allergy. There's no, uh, why can't we do free popcorn? Health? Last month, health inspectors raided La Jolla's Meanly and Son hardware, warning that its old-fashioned red popcorn machine is a germ outlaw. (laughs) Raided. Raided. Like as if it's a sting operation. They explained we didn't have the proper permit, said Bob Meanly, whose shop had handed out 30 to 40 bags of popcorn every day for the last 25 years, just like the NAC Hardware and Lounge. Is there anybody left in town? Or are they all sick? To comply with the 1984 California Uniform Retail Food Facility Law, Meanly and Son would need to install a three-basin sink to clean and sterilize the popcorn popper. Also required uh, regular inspections, just like a restaurant. Meanly declined and instead rolled the offending machine into storage, thus ending the 25-year tradition. And told the health department to go themselves. I hate to take away something that our customers like, said Meanly, whose grandparents founded the hardware store in 1948. Uh, on the other hand, this whole thing has made me more aware of our liability. Wow. Somebody complained. You know why? Some Gladys Kravitz took right. a complaint because somebody saw somebody not using the scoop to put the popcorn into a paper bag. They used their hand. So somebody called the Department of Public Health and they uh, they showed up. Wow. Mm-hmm. The County Department of Environmental Health, for its part, has a long tradition of cracking down. Three years ago, inspectors cited Encinitas Crown Ace Hardware and San Carlos True Value Hardware. San Carlos? For popcorn. The hardware, the American hardware store, under attack. B as in B. Under attack. S as in S. The health department came in, said San Carlos True Value Manager Daniil Matheny, and told us if we wanted to continue giving away free popcorn and coffee, we'd have to install a bigger vent system, a bigger and better sink in the break room, and rules and restrictions that they would put us on. Well, in both Encinitas and San Carlos, the stores dropped the pa- uh, the practice. Wow. Uh, can, I, can I bring you up? With some garage lot, can I pick you up a bit? Sure. With that horrible story, so, no popcorn in the hardware stores. You know, South St. Paul's got some good. Uh, Jimmy Francis is the mayor. Yeah. Andy's the uh, the car guy. Yeah. And a couple houses down from me, Randy. He's a cabinet maker. Yeah. He was doing some work on his roof. Yeah. He climbed up a ladder, but he built his own wooden ladder to lay on the roof so he could access that part of the roof. Well, he sounds like isn't a, that high on the GL knack scale? Sounds like he's got incredible knack scale, doesn't he? He really does. Uh, you got better get a scramble ready. That's right. The Sands is proud to present a wonderful new show: A Man and His Music. The music of Count Basie and his great band. Huh? Yeah. And the man is Joe Suchere. Yeah. 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 Let's just concentrate on getting this right, all right? You don't have to play anymore. I want to hear, I want to get this nailed. You think we're going to do it? Yep. Hell no. How did all these people get in my room? 
Not bad. That's pretty close. That's I have a, close. I have a serious question about this burger me, thing, we'll which so terribly we'll excites you. Uh, I'm very excited for the burger battle. Okay, serious question. Yeah. Let's let's say what? Fifteen restaurants represented. Uh, yes. Okay, there's... look at me. Yep. Don't talk. Just I'm, listen I'm looking to me. at the list of, of all right. people that are there. All right. All right. Your St. Paul Grill. And and is a uh, is a burger crowned a champion at the end of the event? Yes. Okay. Here's my question. Yes. How do you do that? You can't go there and eat 15 hamburgers. You, they, they, they give you little slider oh. samples. Oh. So you would go, so I'm going with a, a, my wife, and so you take a bite, and then you get, are given a token, and then you put in the slot what you think was the best burger out there. Another question. Yes. Where is the sham going to be displayed? The sham's got to be there. Sham has been there in the past. I don't know if they're going to be there this year. Really? So, yeah. so a Sham winner, rocks. a winner is merely determined by how many tokens it gets. Yes, you would have to, you would have to impress the the the, the people so they put their coin. But even, but even fifteen sliders is a is going to be an overwhelming amount of food. They're usually two bites, uh, and it, it will be. But it's it's not uh, one bite. Everybody knows the rules. Hmm. All right. I'm I'm really intrigued by this Vietnamese bistro, yeah. N-G-O-N. Yeah. They've got a burger. I can't wait to try that. I'm sure you can't. That's right. a, it's a terribly exciting weekend for you, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> it will be a concert. Herbie's on the Park, St. Yeah. Paul Grill, yeah. Peppers and Fries, 7th Street Social. 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. We're done already? Yeah, what's the temperature? Uh, 83. Was 83 Beautiful. degrees. It's warm. Wow. 